0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah,
1: I'm Abdul Wahid Stevenson, we're at Medina College, we're in the Maktaba, and today, alhamdulillah, I'm with Abdul Rahman Muhammad Rahman from Cardiff, jazallah he's come down all the way from Cardiff, and alhamdulillah, we've had a nice uh, majlis before this with some other students who are uh, new students, students who are older students of knowledge in the Islamic universities, and recently graduated students like Muhammad, so Introduce yourself and tell me about uh, Cardiff a little bit, please.
0: Alhamdulillah <laughs> uh, Alhamdulillah from Cardiff, Wales, born and bred in Cardiff. Um, studied in Qasim, Kulit Sharia, was there for about six and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Graduated last year, last summer. Alhamdulillah, yeah.
1: Excellent. okay, Wales Cardiff. I'm not Welsh, obviously, but my granddad lived in Cardiff for a long time, mm-hmm. and you've got two languages there. Do you speak Welsh?
0: Yeah, um, no, I don't. Born and bred. Yeah, they used to teach us in school. Yeah, but nobody would learn. Yeah, <laughs> they generally they speak it in the northern parts of Wales, um, West Wales. The further out you go, yeah, um, but so it's, not they used, speak it, yeah. it's not a language which is used. It's in... not
1: a language which is used. Not
0: mainly in the city. Like if you go into the city centre. Um, well, the capital city Cardiff, you'll see signs in Welsh, right? Even yeah. the police, it says police, and it says "hadalu," uh, I think. Um, so I you, can read, you can read and it. And that's how it, you if pronounce you got, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it says, which means police. Yeah. Um, you'll see "Cambro" and stuff like that in Welsh. You know, I think "Cambro" means Wales or Welsh. Um, yeah. So you'll see English and you'll see Welsh, but people in Cardiff generally speak Welsh. People in Swansea speak Welsh. Yeah. And, um, Newport even throughout Wales everybody speaks, speaks um, Welsh and they also speak English as well yeah. but English is more, more. within the city uh, city center the areas around the city center the capital city swansea newport yeah uh, yeah
1: and the last, so uh, let's speak about your journey as a student of knowledge one yeah. of the questions we've had a, we've just had a discussion like I mentioned with a bunch of students who came down with a couple of uh, students that have recently applied and got accepted, yeah, handle anetma, and also a student which is currently about to finish the Mathad. Yeah, that's the, after two years, for example. Um, so we've been speaking about, we had this discussion before, but one of the things that we was talking about is why do students apply for the jamia? What's the mm-hmm. so for yourself? You're, you've graduated two thousand and twenty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that means you applied. When 20...
0: did you? I applied December
1: 2012. Okay. Yeah. And got gone.
0: And then I got accepted um, late August 2013. And then I flew out January 1st, 2014.
1: Oh, shall you remember the date?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember because it was the 1st of January. Yeah, it's hard to right? forget on New Year's yeah, Day. Yeah. It- you on a plane? Yeah, it was going me, to... me and Khalid and another brother I got accepted, yeah. Oh, okay, alhamdulillah. Yeah,
1: Khalid, who's a yeah, teacher at the yeah. uh, Medina, Medina College Khalid, Instructor. Yeah. You and him are... You were buddies buddies for the whole... Zamil. Zameelik. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got accepted first. You went out on the first of Jan, 20... What was it Nine? Sorry. At 2014. 2014. Yeah. Okay, so you're a recent graduate, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Recently graduated, just... Tell me a little bit about why you applied in the first place mm. and, you know, what was the kind of the thing that motivated you to do that, to want to actually go study in another country for six years, knowing that you're going to be studying Sharia, knowing that, you know, what was the motivating thing that made you do that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Alhamdulillah, I was seeking knowledge before before I went to Saudi anyway. Yeah. Um, so I learned Arabic. I was studying Arabic for about two years. I was memorizing the Quran. Yeah. Um, so... By the time I went to Saudi, I finished, what, 25 Juz, I think. Alhamdulillah, good. So I finished the final five in the first mustawah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Good. So I was seeking knowledge, uh, studying Arabic, um, studying Mutun, yeah. with Sheikh in Cardiff. So there was like a at Ilmir, There was a, an environment of ilm. Yeah. Right? Um, so I was actively seeking knowledge. Yeah.
1: So that's, I think that's, even yeah. I think for myself, one of the things that helped me was... The masjid that I was involved in—I yeah, was yeah. a part of our community. Yeah. It was a message which was had a lot of respect for scholars, and we used to have yearly conferences where they'd invite scholars to teach mutun. So you was in an environment where you were already studying. Yeah. Studying. So there was that. Studying, yeah. Studying.
0: And you know, the main thing that pushed me towards seeking knowledge was—I don't want to depend upon anyone to tell me what, Yani you know, the hak was the truth. You know. Yeah. So. That was one of the main reasons I wanted to go out and seek knowledge myself, so I can see what the uh, the ulama say themselves, you know, yeah. what the explanation of the books of hadith are, the, the books of tafsir, tf- the major books in Aqeedah um, How rulings are extracted from the Quran and the Sunnah, you know, I wanted to get to a level where I don't have to depend upon someone else to translate, for me What's, يعني, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, what his messenger wa sallam, said, what the ulama have explained, what the salaf said I wanted to access those resources myself yeah. right? Uh, I didn't want there to be a, a middleman. So obviously studying Arabic in the UK helped me يعني, It allowed me to enter that door yeah. um, But once you studied in the UK you realise that For you to study a lot more and to get the tools of a, of a, of a talib al you need to go abroad, yeah. right? Once you study to a certain limit in the UK, um, you need to go and seek knowledge abroad. So I applied to Medina, mainly applied to Medina. Yeah. Um, the documents I had was for apply for Medina Uni. Yeah. So <laughs> I applied for Medina University, and then I came across Qasim. I came, I came across a, a blog that talked about Qasim and some of the mashayikh that were from there and. Some of the sheikhs that um, were there at the moment, those uh, talked about Ibn Uthaymin and his students. who yeah, was yeah. there? Talked about Sheikh Abdul Hannas Al saadi and Sheikh Abdul Qaraawi was from there. and, and so many many مشايخ, mayor, even a lot of that are uh, alive today, like Sheikh Fawzani is from Qasim. Yeah, Abdul Muhsin Al is he originates from, yeah, from Yeah, from uh, from is, that area. Is, yeah, which yeah. Is Qasim. Shaykh Luhay from Qasim. Yeah. many from Qasim. Remind me, we're going to speak about yeah.
1: Qasim a bit more as well, yeah. about their heritage that you're mentioning yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, just so people know, Qasim, at that point, there weren't any Western students, were there? Or there weren't many. It's not like Medina. So Medina, you have yeah. students from... It's, it's cosmopolitan. You have students yeah, from yeah. every continent. Yeah. But Qasim is really only for Arab students, or are there that many? No. The,
0: the program, basically, the Minha program for yeah. foreign students, yeah. I think it started in 2010. Okay. So it's recent compared yeah, to the Islamic investment. yeah. And um, it was mainly Bosnian and Albanian and some Filipino students. Yeah. That's how it started. And then it grew um, to where they, they started accepting more Albanians, more Bosnians, some Indonesians, uh, some African students. And then they started accepting Western students. Right? Yeah. There was already a brother there, I think, uh, who he was doing his master's. He was from... The West he was from Canada. Yeah. Um, but we, we were the first British students there. First. First British students, yeah. Ever. Ever, yeah. <laughs> you got fathered off Sabah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so the first ones. Yeah, got a for every British student that comes yeah, afterwards. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so we were the first first British students there. There was one American <laughs> brother who went there. Who was there before us. There were some French students. Yeah. Some Dutch students. Um, there was a german student yeah so there were western students but they weren't there many. weren't many basically there weren't many at all. yeah
1: okay uh, so how yeah. so you applied and you already seeking knowledge before that yeah how yeah. old was you when you actually got accepted now one question i want to ask you yeah. okay look yeah. here, here you are as a young how old Twenty, twenty-one. what's your what? Well,
0: when i first got accepted yeah uh, i think i was 20 20 yeah
1: okay six years you're going to study there yeah. what about your dunya what about your the fact that because obviously that degree you're not that's yeah. not going to give you. No, it's that's not, not a career. It's not. It's, it's not, not a profession. No, it's that six years you're going to be doing something, which is yeah, what. Yeah. What was the most? What or you didn't think about it? It just no, wasn't. The thing
0: is, yeah, when you're at that age, you don't necessarily think that far into the future. Um, so when I, yani, as years went by, then it started to pop up a lot more, right? Um, and then sometimes I would think about what am I exactly going to do once I graduate, right? But then I realized there's so many. Things that you can do There's so many opportunities You can get certifications In many different things You don't have to go back to uni For three years Yep You can go into IT In many different ways Right yeah. and I was interested in IT Yeah um, So my plan was Once I graduate I was going to go down that route um, And that's what Alhamdulillah I'm working on at the yeah. moment Excellent But You know In the years I would think about What exactly am I going to do But then I would think about The, the great ni'mah this is You know Because it's, it's it's a massive opportunity. Yep. Yeah. Not everybody gets this opportunity. That's right. Yeah. And on top of that, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He gives ilm to those that He wants khayr for. Yeah. Right. And He allows those to tread this path, and He makes it easier for those that He wants khayr for. Yeah. So this is a sign that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wants khayr for me. Yeah. Right. So yani, I thought to myself, I need to take advantage of it. It's only six years of my life that I'm going to give up now, and um, I might live for another. 30, 40, 50, maybe even, I don't know, 60 years, yeah. right? So compare these six years to another 50, 60 years, and it's, Not it's nothing. It's a great yeah. investment. 100%. Right? It's a great investment. Yeah. yeah. So I saw it as an investment for my hereafter. Alhamdulillah, good. And for your dunya. Yeah, and for my And for your yeah. dunya hereafter. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that's yeah. an important point, that some people think that six years is a long time, but in reality, when you look it in the bigger picture, Yeah. And and as well, your six years, you are actually... Putting in a lot of work yeah. over those six years, you're spending oh. hours and hours reading and very studying. Intense, and yeah, yeah, it's very intense. Very, very intense. So, alhamdulillah, twenty got to the jamia.
0: Hmm. But I didn't tell you about how I got accepted. Go on then, right? Because there's a story behind this. So I applied to Medina, right? Yeah. And um, I applied. I got my documents ready with the intention of going to Medina.
1: Yeah. I hear for about interview Qasim. process and stuff yeah, like
0: that. Yeah, no, like, as in like getting my documents ready, translated, you know, all of that stuff. Tazkiyah, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, letter from the MP yeah. and stuff like that, even though I got that later on for Qasim. But I got that sorted. I applied for Medina. I came across Qasim. Yeah. Now, Qasim I've never heard about before. All right. And the funny thing is, I came across videos of Sheikh Sami Sqayr, yani Shaykh Sami students yeah. on, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, who was teaching in Ibn Uthaymin's masjid before I even applied to Qasim. So I would watch these videos, right? And I'd be like, "Who's the sheikh? Who's?" Eventually I ended up studying in the same masjid as the Shaykh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I came across Qasim, I was reading, I read about all the sheikhs that are from there, the Shaykh that's still there, Ibn uthaymeen was from there, that's his markaz, that's where he taught, that's where his students Shall are. You're a researcher, you'd like to. Yeah, so I had a look. Right? And there's a funny story, I remember. I was, we were in the car. Um, when we just arrived in Qasim and I was asking the brother who was driving us about some of the Mashaykh, right? And I was thinking, well, where's this, where'd this guy here? <laughs> right? So I would, I would look. He Yeah. Like... So I would look it up, see who's there, who I can benefit from. Um, but anyway, so I saw it and I thought, listen, I've got the documents. I might as well apply. Yeah. So I went to the post office, ta'ala and I sent off my documents. Um, I did it by that, uh, by post, and I did it by by fax as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, the list came out in May, if I remember correctly, and I had a look at it. My name wasn't on there.
1: Yeah. When you sent your documents, when? What? Uh, December. December. Okay. Yeah.
0: Twenty twelve. Yeah. List came out May twenty thirteen. I had a look at it. My name wasn't on there. So I thought, قَدْرَ Inshallah, Medina. Yeah. Inshallah, Medina. Yeah.
1: Everyone has Medina, but anyway. Yeah,
0: (laughs) inshallah, Medina. Now, Ramadan comes, yeah? And I'm making dua in Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me what's khair for me. Either Qasima or Medina.
1: Yeah, you're still focused, you're focused no, I think, on... No, I
0: think it actually... Was it Ramadan? Yeah, I was still... I still had some hope in Qaseem yeah. I don't know how, right? But I asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give me hope. I'm Alhamdulillah, believe never loses
1: hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never loses hope. <laughs> never loses hope. He's
0: always I got remember, that hope. <laughs> I remember I used to listen to a khutbah by Shah Abdul Razak al-Badr on Husn al-Dhan Billah. Yeah, yeah. I have a good thoughts of Allah. I would always repeat that and listen to it. And um, well, it kept me... Uh, it kept... Like, it kept that hope. Yeah. It didn't, my hope didn't disappear
1: What's husnudhan billah because I husn- think that's husn- important
0: Husnudhan that. husn- billah ta'ala is having good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa yeah. ta'ala Having hope of Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala um, So I would, I would listen, to when I'm going to the masjid, I would play that khutbah and I'd listen to it and listen to it And I'd always have hope, inshallah it's going to happen, right? Yeah. So it was August time um, And I came across the website again I thought to myself, let me just have a look at the webs at the list Maybe there's someone on there I know Yeah Right? So, I'm reading the list, reading the list, and then I see Mohammed Abdurrahman Muhammad <laughs> right? So, I still haven't yeah and realised it's me. So I wonder, wow, drops, this yeah. guy's got the same name as me, I wonder, where, I wonder where this guy is from, right? So, I looked, it said, Britannia, from the UK. So, I thought, nah, that can't be me. What's this number, right? What's this number next to it? So, I thought, I think I saw, Al passport number. Yeah. So, I got my passport, and then um, I looked at the number, it was the same number. <laughs> Oh, I was so happy that day. Subhanallah. I was so happy that day. Um, so from then is when I got in contact with the brother. He helped me out with the visa process. And then uh, we ended up going to Gunnersbury, you know, the Saudi, what's it called?
1: Yeah, Cultural Attaché.
0: Cultural Attaché, yeah. And then we got our documents sorted. And there's a funny story there as well, yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, um, me and Khalid, we went to that place. And anybody who goes there... Knows that even trying to get through the door is, is, is it, issue, Yeah,
1: yeah, you need right You know you're going to
0: wait hours to get that signature
1: yeah.
0: So, um, we went in Guy couldn't speak English So he was like, okay, what do we do? So we said, um, we have a maw'id with Saleh I think his name Saleh yeah. right? We've got appointment with Saleh He was like, okay um, Go through So there was, a, there was a white man who was a security guard Very harsh to us For some reason Right Ginger guy So We were like Why is this It must be because This guy is Not Muslim He's probably doing it Because we're Muslim This guy must He can't be Muslim This guy Nothing to do with ginger Obviously Ginger has nothing to do with ginger That's just the description. Yeah that's because We we didn't think he was Muslim We thought he must be doing this Because we're Muslim And you know There must be There must be something So um, We go into The canteen We're just sitting in the canteen For hours Waiting for a few signatures, right? Adan comes in for Dhuhr. We go into the prayer room to pray Dhuhr. We pray Dhuhr, and then we turn around, and we see this ginger brother sitting there. <laughs> we see the ginger guy sitting there. And I we mean, <were> like, oh, astaghfirullah, <laughs> what did we say? Right? um he's <laughs> at
1: back of Salat, he can tawbah, yeah, say astaghfirullah, yeah, yeah. make that for that, him. Right? We,
0: shouldn't, we shouldn't have said that, right? You shouldn't book, judge a book by its cover, like they say. So, um, yeah, alhamdulillah. Ended up in Saudi January 1st, uh, 2014. Yeah. Yeah, so that's when that's when my journey in uh, for Talab al in Saudi started. Started. Yeah.
1: Okay, another point we spoke about uh, earlier with some of the brothers was different faculties yeah. that yeah. you can study in mm. and uh, you know, the different kind of pros and cons, benefits. And at the moment, a lot of the students that are applying or current students, they're going towards uh, the Kulit Sharia, basically, where I graduated yeah, from, yeah, yeah. you graduated from. And
0: yeah.
1: What are the other faculties? It's almost like that's the only place you can go at the moment. Yeah. Talk about the faculties well, Qassim, as our in Qasim at the moment. In Qasim
0: there is Kulliyat Sharia.: yeah. there is Kulliyat Dirasat al islamia yeah. which is Islamic studies, Then there's Kulliyat Al-Lughah. Okay. Right? Um, most of the students will either go into Kulliyat Sharia or Kulliyat Dirasat al islamia now the main difference between the two is Qulayat sharia is a lot more intensive yeah. It's a lot harder right? There's more subjects you need to study There's more hours um, The subjects that you study are more difficult hmm. Um dirasat is a bit like Ulu, uh, what do they call it? Usul al-Din It's yeah. a bit like Usul din It concentrates more on Aqeedah You do some Ahadith al-Hakam We do a little bit of Usul yani, You don't do much to be honest um, We don't do Fiqh a a little bit At okay. yeah. So it's from that angle Yeah Right? And the, you know the weird thing is When Shah al was still alive Usul al-Din the Was the one that everybody would go to Right? Because he was the Amid, I think he was the Amid of the college. Or oh, no, I think he was the al if I remember correctly Yeah And he would teach in the Jamia as well He obviously he would teach Fiqh and everything yeah. Um, but I remember one of the Mashiach saying that everybody would go to DRAS I mean, not everybody goes to Sharia, right? Which I, I found strange. Maybe the curriculum was a bit different back then. Ah, oh,
1: Sheikh Uthaymeen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Ibn mean, If
0: he's I mean, it's it's it's
1: the Emir of the Quli, I'll be yeah, there every day. Yeah, yeah. Sheikh Uthaymeen. Yeah. He's a Masurah. A... Exactly,
0: exactly. And you know, Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen, it seemed like everybody benefited from him. Yeah. All the Mashiach that taught me, nearly all of them, they would always say Sheikh Anah ibn Uthaymeen. No. Um, Sa'id ibn was, he benefited, I
1: like he benefited everyone. Yeah. 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 Alhamdulillah. Okay, so in Medina, the Islamic University of Medina, we've got the, we've got Qulat al Hadith, yeah. which specializes in Hadith, hadith, hadith science the Khrijj of, of Hadith, the hadith, science right. of Hadith and all. And it, you, they also teach the other subjects, but not as intense. Yeah. Then we've got Qulat al and that's Qulat al everyone knows, nobody generally goes there mm. unless you're. Most non-Westerners go there, and yeah. it makes sense because you're coming back to the UK. Exactly. You've gone there to seek knowledge of the Sharia, not, and obviously the Arabic is important. It's very important. Yeah. But not as a tajassus or as a speciality. Yeah. Then we've got al-Qur'an, which focuses on tafsir of the Qur'an and qawa'id yeah. and you know uh, the qiraat as well. Mm. Not many Western students go there either. To no, be honest, you I maybe, maybe, not many go there. Yeah, hardly yeah. any. Then we've got uh al-dawah and asal yeah. And Sharia, basically. So these are the five yeah. people when I was there. They've added now, you know, of, uh,
0: technical, it technical it? colleges yeah. or,
1: yeah. These five, all the students when I was there, they either went one or two places. No, they went either one, of, one or three. If you were uh, hardworking or if you can, you know, you'd go sharia, sharia or Hadith. Yeah. Hadith because of the legacy of sheik al-Abani and yeah. our love yeah. for, hadith. you know, Hadith and, you know, being upon the Sunnah, the yeah. sunnah right? Of course. Uh, or the if you are a student in uh sharia you'd looked at it as being okay your your is not strong that's why you got sharia basically. that was that was the kind of that was the kind of yeah. but anyway put that aside okay. there was sharia hmm. then there was a now hmm. if you went to a sort is because you're tapped bad in your studies and you you know you want to kind of take it easy you don't uh, want to be okay. you know you don't want to work too hard yeah. Like, yeah. because it was looked at as an easy route easy route to hmm. you know because it's a bit not as intensive hmm. right yeah um, but one of the things that became apparent to me, personally, is that the significance of of or Surah for a student that lives in a non-Muslim country, going back to a non-Muslim country, uh, is really important. Why? Yeah. Because they, what they focus on is Aqeedah and Tawheed and Fir'aq, groups and sects, yeah. as well as uh, Sira and Tariq. Mm. And these are the subjects when you're giving dawah in a non-Muslim country, because they're not obviously it's not a country which is based upon Sharia legislation. You're going to uh, be able to address a lot of the issues which are problematic, shabahat that they have. For example, because you have so many different ideologies yeah, and so many yeah. different, do you get know what I mean? So from that angle, I, I've, I've always, you know, said to new students and we had the discussion, you know, mm-hmm. here that don't rule out call it to dawah or sort of din because. For yourself, it might not be good, i.e. as good as sharia or hadith mm. But for the people you're going to be giving dawah to, if that's your objective Yeah It may be, it, will, it will definitely be beneficial And it's not necessarily the weakest of the kulliyat yeah. You have luguah and stuff like that And
0: It's good as long as you We um, mentioned as long as you Do the other things outside in the jami'ah So yeah. if you, you concentrate on fiqh and Usul, And uh, maybe hadith and mustalah and Usul and tafsir and stuff like that outside the jami'ah yeah. Um, on top of you know, some books in Aqeedah as well And you take advantage of what's related to Aqeedah and Rasuluddin in the Yeah, then it's yeah. going to be useful It is, it is beneficial
1: yeah. Okay, so tell me a bit about Qasim and about the studies, your program Studies in the Masjid, studies in the, the yeah, Quliyyah
0: Well Qasim is um, a bit different
1: yeah To Medina Because you visited Medina obviously With Qadis yes. and stuff You visited Mecca you visited Mecca. Riyadh Qasim is very
0: different To Medina yeah. and Mecca And Riyadh um, The people are somewhat different yeah. They're not as open yeah. I would say As Mecca and Medina Even Riyadh Yeah I'm not saying the people are bad Trust me You will find some good people In Qasim How many times did Things happen to us And the Saudis and Qasim came and helped us, right, like sometimes dire situations like life and death sometimes, yeah? Subhanallah um, But the people are Closed, yeah. they're not as open. Yeah, right more conservative. They're a lot more conservative. Yeah, and um, You have to somewhat understand that this is their that this is their culture, right? Yeah. It might be you might be offended a little bit in the beginning. You might find it a bit weird, right? Because I remember I remember this happened to me, yeah You know, generally in a classroom With your peers um, You give salam to them, right? Mm. Okay? If you see them outside, you give them salam mm. So I remember one time <laughs> <laughs> I remember once I had to learn, I learned the hard way I remember one time, <laughs> yeah we, um, The teacher made us do group work yeah. They do this sometimes in the classroom, right? Come in groups and discuss, what's that? Yeah. So there was one brother, um yani we came together, there's I think there's three of us or four of us, so we talked. So now obviously I think that, you know, We're friends. Not friends, but, but was Zumala, you know, yeah. we've talked, you know, yeah. we've discussed someone, We know, you know each know, other now, about, yeah. yeah. So I remember um at the end of another class, same subject. Class ended. I remember I gave him salam, right? And then he looked at me like and he was <laughs> so I had to act like I wasn't giving him sad, Scratch scratched my head or something, right? That was the first time it happened. Now, there was another brother. Right? I thought, okay, maybe it's just this guy. Now yeah. there's another guy, yeah? Um, this guy, I think he's been in maybe three or four different classes with me. Yeah. Right? Throughout the Mustawayat. I didn't really have much of an interaction with him, but you've been in so many classes. We know, you know each yeah, other. Yeah. Your yeah. face is yeah. familiar. Yeah.
1: You know him. He yeah. knows yeah. you. Yeah.
0: So I remember I saw him in the masjid one time, and this is when the mashaykh's class, he came, right, so I saw him sitting over there, right, so I gave him salam, right, and then he looked at me like, yeah, what's, what's up? <laughs> So I had to act like I was giving <laughs> salam to someone else. I wasn't giving it to him. You know, I had to act like yeah, it, wasn't yeah, that awkward, it was an
1: awkward moment. So basically.
0: I learned from there, right, if you don't really know the person that well, then don't try and, you know, they're not as open. People are not as open. Like, yeah, yeah. not as open.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, bear in mind I'm this, that I think as well, foreigners, yeah. i.e. non-Saudis, yeah, yeah at the up to that time hadn't been much in Qasim in terms of students from Western to you. Know what I mean yeah, so yeah. it's like hold on a minute. Because even even today, if we're gonna be honest, sometimes if someone new comes into the community, you've never seen them before, and they're trying to because of the the uh, let's say for, prevent and all this other stuff, there's a level of kind of suspicion. Yeah, hold yeah. Why are they asking so many questions? Like who is, who, yeah. who really is this person because yeah. of the, the, you know, the climate basically that yeah. happened since yeah. post 9-11 and up to now? Of course, So just there's, there's always going to be that, uh, yeah. the suspicion of this foreigner. Is, like, really, is he really, is he really yeah. Muslim or is he? Oh. <laughs> I <he just> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, can imagine what's going through yeah, his head, do you yes. know what I mean?
0: Well, I, to be honest, I never understood that, yeah. right? But generally when you get to know them and they open up a bit more, yeah. like, I you know, they it's, open different, up yeah. it's different. It's, it's different. different. But I mean, when they a... don't know you, there's that barrier. Yeah. Like, it's like, how do I connect with this person? You know? Yeah. Um, so you might find that a bit strange coming from the West, especially if you come from America, right? Where everyone is somewhat friendly. That's what I find about Americans mm-hmm. and Canadians. People are somewhat friendly, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you talk to an American for like five minutes, he'll tell you his life story, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, it's completely different.
1: Yeah, so maybe look at... That's a very valid analogy, actually, yeah. because I find the same thing in in Medina, so you've got Americans that are completely open and they look at us as conservative, yeah, you know, these, these yeah. conservative English people. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got another level of conservativeness, which yeah, is the Saudi conservative, the Saudi conservative which yeah. is in Qasim, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Medina obviously is quite cosmopolitan from yeah. a very long time ago, yeah. as, you know, as well as Mecca because of, of the pilgrims and pilgrimage yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? But
0: Qasim, mashallah, it's a place here, it's very conservative. you find a lot of people that are, I wouldn't say religious, religious, but, they're a lot more cont- cultural, yeah,
1: right? Yeah.
0: And generally with you being more cultural, yeah. you tend to be more religious, right? Yeah. You tend to up- uphold more Islamic um, foundation. So you tend to pray in the masjid more. Yeah. You tend to do silat al-Rahim, um, you know, yeah. come together with your family a lot more. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, I saw that. You saw that, yeah. 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 So a lot more people with lihya.
1: Al-A'admahakkimah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a qaeda Yeah. Alhamdulillah, yashriya Let's let's just talk about that just for a minute uh, uh, and apply it in this situation. Yeah, some of the things.
0: Yeah. Okay. What would you say?
1: So, I guess what I'm asking is that some of the culture, like you said, you can't Islam, the culture that they have. Their culture is Islam. Yeah. Right. A lot of it. A lot lot of of it it is ties back to Islam. Yeah. So, so there's no separating it from that's that aspect of it. Yeah. And then there's the aspect of al Adam hakimah meaning that certain types of uh, dealings or certain, yeah, I, the sharia principle that we're yeah, speaking yeah, about yeah. You, it goes, the, there's no definitive right or wrong i from the sharia that says it's like this yeah. so it goes back down to the the, ada, of the ada, which is the yeah. custom of the people
0: hmm.
1: right, so certain things, maybe transactions certain types of yeah, yeah. agreements you look yeah. at the other when it comes to right?
0: so in terms of their relationship with you it would come from that angle yeah. um, so you just have to somewhat adapt Yeah. Right. take a lot of things on the chin yeah. That's what you're gonna to have to do as a student out there, yeah. or you're gonna to have to take a lot of things on the chin, yeah. like trying to get things done, trying to open a bank account, yeah. trying to get things done at the uni.
1: Um, I mean, this is really uqarat, important. Yeah, I'm new, um,
0: new rules coming out from the idara, from yeah. the um, from the management of the yani, of the uni. So many new things. So a lot of things you just have to take on the chin. You know, just accept that you're a foreign student. You're in a foreign land. You're there to seek knowledge. Get your knowledge and go, yeah. you
1: know? There's two things. One thing which is, uh, I remember when I asked somebody who'd already got accepted. So when I mm. applied, there was a group of our brothers that applied as well. They got accepted the year before I did. So then I applied again and I got accepted afterwards. So they've already been there a year. So they've got a year's experience. So I said to them, you know, what do I need to bring with me? Thinking they're going to say mesquite on there. Yeah. You need to bring mus- repellent, you need to bring. So I'm thinking of all these things I have to bring with me to the Jamia. And the brother goes to me, you need to bring patience. Yeah, oh. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know. It's, a black brother and a very nice brother friend of mine mm. he's been a lot of patience so I didn't understand what you meant until we, until I got there and yeah. it's on this issue i.e. the difference in the culture of course and having to kind of take it on the chin knowing that if you go there to get something signed you might not get it signed for another week yeah. and they might say come back tomorrow yeah, yeah, and come back tomorrow of course right or another one I think once I went to a mahkama mm. and um, you know it says I open at, for example I went to you know, 8 o'clock or Okay, when they say they're open at eight o'clock, that means that they've come in at eight o'clock, yeah. but not that they're going to start working at eight o'clock. Yeah, the yeah. ad is they're going to start working at eight thirty. The mm. first thirty minutes for is for you know breakfast and catching breakfast, up, or yeah, yeah. you know cause they eat there. Mm. So if you don't, if you're from the UK or the West, then you're like, okay, well, it says eight o'clock on the on the on the window, you should yeah. be open. What are you do and you're knocking the door. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I went to the post office once mm. to pick up something, and it was in Ramadan at the time of iftar. <laughs> After we prayed, we prayed, my had been in the masjid naburi, and I went to the post office. The guy looked at me like I was majnun. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> Ramadan, iftar. <laughs> he looked at me, he looked at me, he said, this guy's coming to do some work to do some to work, get stuff. Do yeah, stuff, yeah, stuff. Yeah. We're fasting, we're just breaking our fast, we fasting yeah. all day, you expect us to be running around <laughs> behind you to yeah, do something. Yeah, yeah. And he's right. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I, I think he's 100% right now. Mm. But at the time, I'm like... You know, this is unacceptable, I think to myself, you, yeah, know, yeah. No, you know, you're you, supposed to be working yeah, and stuff. You have
0: to understand the customs, how the country works, like even certain things that they may say, it's, doesn't, doesn't, they don't necessarily mean, mean to be racist, right? Yeah. Even though it may come across as racist, yeah. um, some, of the, some of the way you're going to get treated, right? You need to understand, you're not going to get treated exactly the same as the Saudi. Yeah. you will get treated yeah. in all things. Yeah. Right? You're a foreigner, generally a lot of the time, they do treat... Saudis yeah. in a certain way yeah. um, and it When happens you speak so to them, the they are, they'll it... understand that you're a foreigner Even if you speak the lahja, they'll pick up on, on the fact that you're somewhat of a foreigner right? yeah. um, A lot of the time they're trying to help you on stuff But you need to understand, yeah, يعني, life is going to be a bit different yeah. So don't think you're in the UK or in the States or in Canada yeah. You need to understand يعني, yeah. you know. Uh, do I, I, I do think, I do
1: think as Western students we do go there with this kind of like this this complex yeah, where yeah. we believe and that we think that we should be cut like you know our way is the best way and yeah. you know you know we got customer service mm-hmm. and we've got this right we've got that right. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. we was in a we was on Eid, mm. Yomla Eid after Eid there was a tradition of the Brothers in Medina they would all go to Kudu for breakfast. Yeah. And um you know and obviously you know, when you're in the West, you go to a restaurant or whatever, you order something. If it doesn't come, be like, "Well, this is not how I ordered it." You know, mm-hmm. I'm paying for this. You know, that type yeah, of British yeah, type yeah. of. But the guys there, looking at you, thinking to himself, "What are you talking about? It's a piece of toast." <laughs> <laughs> so it's not toasted good enough. What we like, what's the a- <laughs> They look at you thinking, so what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. So it's that type of cultural understanding of different yeah. cultures and being able to, like I yeah. said, adapt. That's true. The quicker you can adapt, the, the easier it is you're going to find to yeah. be able to. The easier
0: you'll be able to stay there for longer. Stay there for longer. Right? How so, many people drop out? Yeah, one thing you need to do is also don't try and stand out. Yeah. Right? A lot of people, sometimes some Westerners, they like to the stand out, right? Yeah. Show the fact that they're from the West. Maybe they try to speak English a lot. Maybe they wear their Western clothes. When you're in that country, try and blend in.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Try and not bring attention to yourself. Right? Yeah. You, you'll keep harm away from yourself and you'll, bring a, you'll keep away unnecessary uh, attention. Yeah. Just blend in. Try and learn the lahjah as well so you can make your life a little bit easier. Um, they say, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just when in Saudi, do as the Saudis do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And you'll survive a lot better. Uh, it'll be easier for you to stay there for longer. You'll enjoy your time there more. Yeah. You know, um, even when it comes to sometimes a ta'amul with the mashaykh, yeah, um, try and know some of the things that they don't like culturally, right? They might find rude culturally, uh, some of the things that they don't find rude culturally, so you don't offend them, yeah, while not knowingly, you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm a, it's I'm very a, yeah, important, yeah, it's very important, you know. Um,
1: yeah, I think the, yeah. the issue of different customs and cultures yeah. is really key. because a lot of people struggle, and I've yeah. I've seen a lot of students actually drop out. But it's not because of, it's because of not being able to get over the different yeah. in customs and cultures, yeah. and they take it personally. Yeah, so yeah. it's almost like it's a personal personal attack. A personal attack, but it's not yeah, like it's, not, it's customs it's and it's not man. You just have
0: to, You have to learn and adapt.
1: Tell me about your so your studies in the Jamia. Mm-hmm. Your studies outside the Jamia. What's yeah. what's your kind of program so as a student?
0: my study in the Jamia would be from eight till about let's say one, maybe one thirty, right? Now from that time, sometimes I might have a full day, but it's not every single day. Hmm. It might be once or twice in the week. Probably I say once in the week. Now the other time that I would have free, I would always spend my time in the Maktaba. Yeah. Right. And the good thing about Qasim was that your
1: Classroom is here. We're in the maktaba, look. And it's in the yeah. maktaba, so that's just to pull up so, on the your, maktaba. So your classroom is... It's important, are, that's the place of a student of knowledge, in yeah, the it is. maktaba. The maktaba
0: is, is, is the place where yeah. you should be. So my classrooms are... your classrooms are here.
1: Not on the shawarit by uh, by the restaurants always. Uh, not Chilina, wasting in time, in the, drinking tea. After in after. the Aswak. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, okay. no. so, um the So, the classrooms are here, then you go straight down, go down the stairs, and there's the library, mm. right? So in between my free times, I would I would always be in the library. Now, one thing that I benefited from that was number one, I got to know so many different books, hmm. right? I would use that time to revise for what I would study in the jamia, hmm. right? Which means that once I get home, I have free time to do what I want. Yeah. Now, my time after the jamia, I will sleep after zohr. I'd wake up, asr time, from asr till about 11. Um, Throughout the week, even weekends, I would be studying, mm. right? Uh, sometimes, generally, the rules would be after Maghrib, sometimes it might be after Asr.
1: Yeah, dhrus okay. in the Masajid, you speak the by here. The Masajid, her. yeah, it yeah.
0: would be after Asr. Sometimes after Asr, but mainly after Maghrib. Um, so from then until Asr, I would, uh, from Asr till about 11, I would be studying about 11 o'clock. I would sleep and then start the same, same thing next day, yeah. right? So that would be my weekdays. And then on the weekends, it would still be somewhat similar. Like Thursdays, what I would do is, um, Thursday I would take half day off, yeah. right? And this was the earlier years. The earlier years I would take half day off. So basically, what does half day off mean? Half day off means that after I've studied my stuff in the jamia and I've slept after the duhr, I wake up at asr time. Yeah. After asr time, uh, go to the maktabah. Mm. Uh, when, I, when I say maktaba, I don't mean like public library. Yeah. I mean bookshops.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Shops that sell books. Yeah. So, in Qasim, basically, we'll go to Buraida, and no, Buraida is about a 20-minute drive. And there's two main bookshops there. The Maktabat al-Rushd and Maktabat al Hmm. So, we'll go to Rushd. Same See... in Medina, isn't it? Uh, well, Rushd is not there. No, Rushd is... No, not Rushd. Yeah. But... A... Nasiha. Not... Nasiha. Yeah, we have. Not... you don't have Tadmuriyah in no. Medina. You have uh, Maktabat al I think. Yeah. Yeah, and Dar nasiha And Ma'id mm. is still there. And Maghamsi as well. Maghamsi? Yeah, Maghamsi. Okay. Um, what else do you have? Rushd is by Close to the Haram. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would go bookshops. Now, I would I would either buy new... Generally, I would buy new books. Mm. Every week, I try and buy books. It's Maymana. To the Maymana. Maymana, yeah, Maymana is another one. Yeah. yeah. Dar, I think Dara Imam Muslim is another yeah, one that opened it's... recently as well. So, I would go buy books uh, in Rushd. They're not there. I'd usually go to the Muriya, have a look at the books, um, buy books from there. Then maybe grab something to eat, go back to to my room. Right. Yeah. Saturdays, I would um, study until about. No, actually, I mean Fridays. I would study. I'd go Jum'ah, grab something quick to eat, come back to my room, study until about Isha time. After Isha, I'd meet up with a few brothers. Yeah. Go out, and drink some tea, stuff. Saturday. I would also be studying as well, till about Isha time um, Even after Isha, I'd probably be studying is
1: there, Was there a jam that everyone used to go to? All the students would go and pray and everyone, for the Jummah Or everyone went different Masajid Or was there one place that you'd meet up um, for Jummah?
0: No, the the thing was, on campus now They have uh, this specific masjid that they pray Jummah in yeah. right? But generally, the one I would go to Would be the one right outside the campus So I'd go pray there Then opposite is a place where you can pick up a bit of food yeah. right? So I go pray there, pick up a bit of food and, and then come and then, back. And then come back. And come back, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So alhamdulillah, you collected a lot of books of, of yeah, while you were yeah, there, buying books, yeah. books yeah. read I'm through lots of them. books. Yeah. Inshallah. Okay, yeah. excellent. So that's your timetable there. But obviously you visited other places. You visited Medina, Mecca. Yeah, yeah. Tell me the cities you visited and do a quick tour around the Mamlukah and review and was it always you and Khalid or by yourself or...?
0: Uh, generally, it would be me and Khalid
1: Okay, yeah. who's driving?
0: Uh, you Khalid? Khalid Khalid, driving, Khalid loves yeah. to drive <laughs> Khalid loves to drive So, um, we would go to Riyadh, right?
1: How long from Khassim to Riyadh? Khassim to
0: Riyadh is about three hours Okay Yeah, we'd go to Riyadh um,
1: Leave in the morning, were you a night driver or morning driver? No, nah, morning, morning, morning Morning, Fajr morning. after God
0: Yeah, no, no, it wouldn't be Fajr It would be after Dhuhr Okay uh, On a Thursday Because that's when That's the last day of the week
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
0: Right Um Medina, generally Medina, I would drive um, And Khaled would drive his own car. Okay. Yeah,
1: so you'd uh, go separate. Yeah, so we would go two separate yeah. cars. Yeah,
0: that's generally uh, and that's for the two-week break. Yeah, where Ashur would do a dourah, and yeah. there'd be other mashaikhs doing dourat as well In Mecca, if we do an umrah, generally and Khaled would go together. Yeah um,
1: How long from Basim to Mecca? Oh, it's about maybe
0: eight nine ten hour drive. Hours, yeah, from Qasim to Mecca is about Qasim to Medina is about a six hour drive,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Anywhere else you visited in um, Saudi, did you go Taif?
0: Or? Yeah, I visited Taif, but it wasn't intentional, yeah, yeah.
1: We got lost. Oh, well, that's a long story. You got lost on the way to Mecca, no, no, I got think. left at
0: Hajj, so and somehow <laughs> I ended up in, in Taif, right? You got
1: left on Hajj, yeah, yeah. What yeah, do you mean got left on Hajj? Well, I'm
0: that, was, that was that was uh, who left you, <laughs> the group that that took us, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's another story, <laughs> Allah. you know yeah, when sure you're out got, there, got time. <laughs> when you're out there, you go through many different things, Allah. Alhamdulillah.
1: And, it's and all those experiences time, that you don't forget. Yeah,
0: a lot of the time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps you somehow, like Allah will always come to aid you. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, Allah will always come to aid you.
1: Having Hosna done again, going back to the, yeah, that issue. Always, always. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So you end up yeah. in Taitif lost.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> On now, The thing was, in I, didn't end up, I didn't end up, <laughs> no, I completed Hajj yeah. father, we did it. Yeah. Now they said to us, if you don't come back at this specific time, but we're leaving. to Azizia, we left leave. I
1: mean,
0: right? Now <laughs> you know the distance between the Haram and Azizia, yeah. especially when there's no cars. Yeah, and not, there's mad traffic sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we couldn't yeah, find Yeah, no, car. no, it
1: would take you an hour. It could yeah, take you a long time. It took us yeah. At least two hours. It was yeah. a two-hour
0: walk. Right? <laughs> so by the time we got there, they were gone. <laughs> they actually, <Right>? left you. <laughs> they left us. So we have the phones.
1: Can I phone. You tell you yeah, what's they, happening. They
0: didn't care. They didn't care, oh. right? So this was a,
1: this was a oh, is it a Saudi hamla? It was a
0: it was a group that was yeah took students from the oh, okay, camp, okay okay yeah? okay fair enough. So the way we ended up in Taif was um, we went to go and look for a taxi to try and catch them in Medina. How many years
1: you'd been in the Jamah at this point? Oh, I like was
0: in Jamah for six months.
1: Oh, so this was so early. They so still don't speak that's Arabic what, that's properly. That's why I'm
0: serious. St- I'm, like, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, Right? <laughs> they left us. <laughs> so, um, actually, <laughs> I was so. I mean, if,
1: if it was five years down the line, you would have swore this. I thought it's yeah. no a big deal. But Three I'm still years. for six country. months, I you haven't got works, a clue what's right? going
0: on. So, um, we tried to catch, catch them in Medina. So, we look for a taxi. Yeah. And you know the prices in right? Yeah, yeah, of right? course, yeah, yeah. So he said, How uh,
1: not extortionate, it's just the it's season, too much. it's a yeah, massive, yeah, yeah. That's that's how it is. Isn't so, it? um, we s- said to supply him, Supply and demand, yeah, business,
0: supply, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We said to him, How much? He said, 700. We said, No, we don't have that kind of money, <laughs> <laughs> Did we, get Did we get 800, <laughs> <real money>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have that kind of money. Um, so we said, Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to look for a Sabco bus, you know, yeah. the big buses, yeah, coaches. Yeah to try and get us to Qasim. Yeah. So we went to, and that's, the places to catch the ticket, or to get the tickets for that bus, is um, by the Haram, yeah. right? So somehow we got to the Haram. Went we, back to the yeah, Haram. we went back to the Haram, right? With our bags and everything, right? i got a heavy bag, I'm carrying one side, was carrying the other brother's carrying it the other side, <laughs> right? So um, we, we come to the booth, right? It's an outside booth, it's a booth that's outside, and there's chaos going on. So the guy gets angry, and he closes the window. He says, I'm not selling any tickets. <laughs> so, we can't get tickets now. Yeah. Now, we're stranded in Makkah, okay? We don't know what to do.
1: Alhamdulillah, nice place to be stranded, but yeah, yeah but your intention is yeah. to get back to Qasim. Yes, yeah, it's, you're not, it's you're not, not the nice place to...
0: when you don't have anywhere to stay, yeah. with, especially in that heat, you know, yeah. Makkah heat. Um, so, we, we saw a brother from the Jamia, right?
1: Qasim so from yeah, your jam? Yeah, from
0: Ethiopia. Somehow he appeared from somewhere, <laughs> right? Um, because we went after that we went to the taxis to see if they could take us to Qasim And everybody we asked said no, we're not going to Qasim Yeah Okay So one of the brothers said to the Ethiopian brothers said to us, listen What you should do is go to Taif Yeah Catch a Sabco bus from Taif mm. What we should have done is call a taxi from there to Medina, right? But he said no, no, I'll take you to Taif But we weren't thinking, we didn't yeah, know yeah, And we yeah. was still new to the country So he took us to Taif for I think 100 Riyadh, 120 Riyadh So we end up in Taif Go to the Sabco station um, so you want bus to bust the Qasim? He said, okay. It's 12 o'clock at midnight now. Yeah. Um, and then... So you're because, tired at this yeah. point.
1: You're really exhausted. Tired. You've been walking a lot. Yeah. Carrying a heavy bag.
0: Hafif, so Stressed tired. out. Even my throat was hurting me. Yeah. Right? So I got rid of that somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a drink. You know the lemon drink? Yeah. Lemon juice. I got rid of it. Alhamdulillah. Now, what happened was we went to the... The station, right? And we said, We want to bus to Qasim. He said, Okay, it's 12 o'clock midnight now. And we said, What time? He said, 4 o'clock, <laughs> right? We said, Alhamdulillah, okay, 4 hours.
1: Not he bad. said, No,
0: not 4 o'clock in the morning, 4 p.m. <laughs> next day,
1: right? <laughs> I mean, what's that? Out? 14 hours. Yeah, 14 so hours. Not 16 hours. hours.
0: So we said, Oh, what are we going to do now? We were stranded in life now. So every, outside every Subco station, there's a bunch of taxis yeah. looking for customers. So we go to, the ta- each taxi we go to, we say, can you take us to Qasim? They laugh at us, <laughs> right? Because Qasim is so far.
1: Yeah, no one's going Qasim, it's now, not a journey. We to,
0: found uh, a driver and the driver said, I'm going Riyadh. And Qasim is on the way, so I'll take you. So we jumped in the car and there was another customer in the passenger seat, right, the front passenger seat. So he asked us, how much is he charging you? So we said a certain amount. So him, the the, the, the passenger, or the, that customer... And the guy, the the, the driver, start getting into an argument. Why? Right? Because he's charging us less than he's charging him, right? So he, then, he
1: asked you how
0: much yeah. the taxi driver.
1: Okay, yeah. I thought so, you were asking him. But no. go on.
0: So he asked us. So then, um, taxi driver starts lying. He says, "No, no, I tra- I said to them this much." So then we realized, "No, this guy's a crook." So we left. Everybody left the taxi. <laughs> so now we don't have a taxi, right? Now we're just looking around, looking around.
1: Wasn't? Couldn't you have kind of like just? Just firm just went and just nah, see what happened nah, at the end the of thing, the journey. Nah,
0: you don't want man. Some yeah. of these taxi drivers, are going to just... No, the thing is, a lot of these taxi drivers in Saudi, you need to be aware. A lot of them take drugs. Yeah. So they're driving and they're on drugs. Yeah. Right. And they're not driving at 120 kilometers an hour. Yeah. They're driving 180 kilometers an hour. Yeah.
1: yeah. The drugs to keep them awake, obviously, yeah. yeah. And there's, so they can uh, there's uh, no, at least
0: two brothers here yeah, that got into accidents through these taxis. One of the brothers he couldn't walk for six months.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. So so you're it's, right, it's dangerous.
0: Now, oh, okay. we find uh, a guy Yeah, he's got a Nissan pickup truck Old one, probably 99, maybe 2000, 2001 yeah, yeah, it's an old pickup truck He said, I'll take you Qasim Just find two more passengers Alhamdulillah, out of nowhere, two passengers came, right? <laughs> so, I was, I was, personally, I was a bit suspicious about these guys I said to them, so when did you guys get here? Right? They were like, o'clock, 4 o'clock, 4pm today so you're leaving now. It's like, yeah. The reason I was suspicious is because in Saudi Arabia, especially if you come from Qasim and Riyadh, nearly everybody has a car. Mm. Right? Nearly everyone has a car because it's so vital. Yeah. Right. This, public transport is terrible. Yeah, 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 So these guys seem like they, they came to, all the way from Qasim to Taif without a car. Now they're going back without a car. So we jump in a taxi and now he's taking us down some dangerous roads. And at, you know, at this moment, I'm See, so angry, yeah, yeah? I've given up. You know, when you're so angry, you've just... Like, just giving up on everything. So I'm just sitting there, driver smoking cigarettes, a cigarette. The guy in the front passenger seat is uh, smoking a cigarette. So now the Saudi guy sat between me and the other brother that was with me. So he pulls out his box of cigarettes, right? So I said to him, what are you doing? He said, smoking a cigarette. I said, no, you're not. Put that back in your pocket. Yeah. So he puts it back in his pocket. Now, um, these guys are enjoying each other's company. It's like they've been best friends f- forever.
1: For a long time,
0: right? yeah. Laughing and joking and and I'm just sitting there tired and angry and yeah. just, you know.
1: And at that point, do you understand anything they're saying or we can pick no, up no, on the No, no, yeah, I can understand. I can understand. Yeah, I can understand.
0: Because my Arabic was... I studied Arabic for two before, years. Yeah, before, yeah, I left, yeah. So, right? you had, so you had to... So my Arabic, Alhamdulillah, al- 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 you know, it was, it was at a good level. Uh, I tried to pick up on the lahja. Now... Um, Every time we would try and stop, at, we would stop at a, a service station. He would try and jump in, try and get the window seat so he can start smoking. Yeah. So I tell him no, get in. You're in not smoking. Door. Yeah, you're not smoking. Right. And then um, eventually he came around and he sat on the other the other side. Yeah. Somehow he got through the other brother. So now this guy, the driver's smoking. The guy in the passenger seat is smoking. Oh, the guy in the back. Is and the guy on the on the left side. I mean, is they're smokers, smoking. aren't they? So mean? they're all smoking now, and they're all enjoying each other's company. And I'm just. It's just ta'lib, you know, it's punishment, right? <laughs> but uh, the thing is, I'm being patient because I just completed my hajj, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking I need to be patient. I just completed my hajj. Um, يعني, it
1: was like a test straight it, after. Yeah,
0: I should, you know, I should be better after this. So I was just patient the whole time. Eventually, we got back to Qasim. He dropped them off in the middle of the motorway. I don't know where these guys went. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, He stopped in the motorway, yeah. And the motorway, it was on a hill, and then they just went off into the distance. I don't know where these guys went, where they came from. Yeah. <laughs> alhamdulillah. So Alhamdulillah, I got back to Qasim, and then um, Alhamdulillah, life was a bit different from then on, but Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, that, it yeah. was a good experience. It was a good, very good experience, yeah. <laughs> hajj big. became, yeah. Hajj. Yeah, exactly. literally, it became
1: yeah. a, a proper...
0: On top of the fact that Hajj was already somewhat difficult. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: And was that your first hedge?
0: My first hedge. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, inshallah, you can make hajj yeah, yeah. subsequent years and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me a bit about towards the end. So you've recently graduated. You've just come back. We were, yeah. like I said before, earlier we were speaking with. Uh, I think, uh, Jamaica graduated. I think before ten years before I went there, mm. and then I graduated in two thousand and eight. You're two thousand and twenty, yeah. and the students that I've just started now they'll be graduating in two thousand and. Thirty. So, yeah. tell me a bit about what you're currently doing, teaching in the masjid, and uh, um, have your
0: at the moment. Uh... Oh, you've got your online
1: yeah. stuff. So that at you the moment, do. I've got oh, no. a few
0: classes that I teach online. Yeah. only uh, yani through WhatsApp and phone and stuff. You know? Yeah. Um, Zoom and that, not Zoom, Skype. Um, and I started uh, Sahabi Institute, which is like an online institute. It's both for complete beginners who want to learn yeah. the basics of the Deen, and we've got a uh, a section for people that want to do drast ulum sharia, like basic mutun ilmiyyah. Obviously, we haven't, we're still in the beginning stages of both, yeah. right? Um, completed the basic aqidah one for the beginners, um, and we're doing something about يعني, learning about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now yeah. at the moment. As for the other section, then completed practical steps on how to seek knowledge, so the books a person should study, how to yeah. go about studying. Um, Where
1: is that available? Is that available? It's on YouTube, yeah. It's on YouTube at yeah, the moment, yeah, okay, yeah, good. It's on
0: YouTube. And يعني, part of that introduction or study guide, uh, the guide for student of knowledge, right? That practical steps is part of it. And then we've got an etiquette one now at the moment. We've done the first one, which is Talib al-Illm ma'a nafsihi, a student of knowledge with the inner self. Yeah. Um, it's about 20, about 30 minutes. So it's not too long, you know? Perfect. Um, we've just got a few more to go related to etiquettes and then we're going to start. Into so, is, it, is the it
1: live and then it gets uploaded or do you have to wait till it's uploaded to do it? No, How it's does it work? uploaded. It's pre- okay. So, it's
0: going to be like pre recorded lessons. Yeah. So, it's going to be a course where you can take your time, right? Inshallah, there'll be exams and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. inshallah, we're going to put the link in there yeah. in, the in the description, description. Yeah. so that people yeah. can access it. Definitely. To the channel and benefit because yeah. it's important to know how to of be a student. It's very important. The steps as yeah. well as the practical. Yeah,
0: especially if you're going to go out there and study, you need to understand that you're going out there for six years. Yeah. Now six years is, uh, is long enough, and it's a good time for you to become muassal, right? For you to become, yani, attain the foundational tools a student of knowledge needs. Yeah. Now, for you to do that, you need to know what to study when to study, how to study it, what to memorise, um, how to memorise it. Um, you need to plan your six years out. Yeah. Right? You need to. Your day needs to be filled, of, uh, filled with you just studying. Mm. You can't be wasting time. Why? Because this time is precious. It's a ni'mah. This is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need to take advantage of it, take advantage of your summers, teach, benefit the people, summarise, read, and have ulul right? Mm. Don't go out there with the intention of just learning some knowledge and then coming back and then Spreading it and staying at that level forever. Mm. Okay, you should be a person who has Ulul Himmah. And what's the difference when you when it comes down to The the basic foundation. What is the difference between a you and the scholars who have written these books? Mm. Both of you are created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Both of you are uh, humans who have life, right? Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Uh, has given that alim tawfiq to seek Mm. knowledge and he took uh, advantage of it Mm. And he studied, worked hard, benefited the people, authored um, And now he's reaping the reward from Mm. before. Now what is preventing you from doing the same thing and Mm. reaching that high level? Mm. There's nothing preventing you except yourself. As long as as you seek the aid of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala and you have ulul himmah, right, you Reach for the stars, yeah. right? They say that is, uh, uh, is المخلط, mm. right? That the, the book, the thing that you author Is considered to be the child that lives on for, forever yeah. Why? Because once you die That's the thing that people are going to benefit from yeah. Now, authoring books are very important It helps you solidify your knowledge mm. Helps you see where your weaknesses are On top of that teaching as well But you can also create programs, you know, um, have some type of content online that people can benefit from for 10, 20, 30, maybe 50, 60 years. Yeah. Right. Benefit the people. Think about it as an investment. Yeah. Right. You see how people, when they have money, those that are, um, who who know how to deal with money. Right. Mm. You see that they look for the best places where they can invest in their money so it can grow. You as a talib al-ilm need to look for the best things that you can invest in so it, you can reap the reward for many, many years once you've passed away. Yeah. You know, Look at some of these books. Like Imam, uh, I think Tafsir uh, al-Qutb is here. Imam al Qutbi, when he wrote his Tafsir, right, he wrote it and he said, it's a dakhiratan right? salihan hmm. It's an investment, a reward for my hereafter yeah. and for the day I die. Right. Mm. And he had the intention that Inshallah, I'm going to write this And once I die, people are going to benefit from yeah. it And look right it now it's, it's
1: one of How many people have
0: Tafsir al yeah. How many people benefit from it yeah. Look at al-Imam al Nawi. Perfect mm. example, al-Imam al Right? We don't say he's from the people of Jannah Or he's from the special people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved mm. But There was something special about al-Imam al Nawi. And that thing must have been al-Ikhlas no. Why? Because when you're a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you're sincere to Allah, Allah will raise you yeah. and he will give you opportunities to reap reward right? Mm. To attain his mercy and his forgiveness and his reward Al-Imam El- mm. al look at the books he's written Look at Ar- Arba'una Nawiyya. how many mm. people have memorized Arba'una mm. yeah. Throughout history, how many people have taught it and explained yeah. it and benefited from it and acted upon it And all of that, Imam al is getting rewarded getting for. Getting for Look yeah. at his Minhaj al-Talibin Right? Mm. Look at his taqrib, who, mm. that al uh, has a sharh yeah. Look at his uh, raudat al-Taribin. Yeah. Look at his sharh on uh, al-Muhadab. Oh, Look at his sharh on Sahih Muslim. Yeah, on all right? of the, all How of the many sciences. How the people have benefited from it? You know? And he died young. Um, and he died young. Yeah. SubhanAllah. So, the, f- the first sharh explanation that you think of when it comes to Sahih Muslim is the sharh of Imam yeah, al Imam al is one, yeah. SubhanAllah. So, ulul himmah. Ulul himma ulul and ikhlas, and tawfiq from Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani, when it comes to Ikhlas, just know that you're doing this for the sake of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, mm. Right? Don't think about impressing others, don't think about what will other people think about me How can I make people think khair of me in terms of yani, for my ilm and stuff like that Do it for the sake of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa mm. Taala, Right? And think about what Ibn Abbas said He said uh, دللت, uh, uh, دللت mm. right? He said, I sought knowledge H- humbly, right? Mm. And Allah subhanahu wa taala raised me with Izzah and nobility, and then I became the one with that was sought. So, uh, yeah, so, so you so, uh, must be uh, humble to Allah subhanahu wa taala. You have to be sincere. You have to have husnul You have to ask Allah subhanahu wa taala for tawfiq. Mm. Why? Because if Allah does not give you tawfiq, you won't go anywhere. You won't benefit at all. Mm. You won't act upon your knowledge. You won't benefit from your knowledge, and it will be an evidence against you on the day of judgment. No. And that's one of the worst things. You don't want to be that person who, when it comes on the day of judgment. Who comes on who come the day of judgment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks them You learnt this And you learnt this And you learnt this Did you act upon it? Because hmm. you did this Which was opposite to this You did this Which was opposite to this hmm. Right? You don't want to be in that position On the day of judgment yeah. It's a very scary position May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Save Amen. us uh, from that
1: I think that's really important um, Looking at, for example Your journey uh, And yeah. we're going to Inshallah have a close with this You Short knowledge before you went to the yeah, university, yeah, yeah. and you dedicated in, uh, your time while you were there, knowing that it's six years, it's limited. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna dedicate your time to seeking knowledge, mm. and uh, now you're you're you have graduated. You're looking at how you how you can aspire even higher, yeah. authorship, writing books, yeah. insha'Allah. Yeah. Now. To somebody that's just beginning that journey, hmm. what would your advice be? Someone that's just beginning. And if you were to give it in a kind of summarized yeah. what would it be?
0: Uh, one of the most important things that I would say after the things I mentioned of ikhlas and asking Allah for tawfiq and dua, I would say take advantage of those around you. Take advantage of the teachers around you. Why? Because when I started learning Arabic, the brother who taught me Arabic at the beginning, right? He himself went to Egypt for a few months. Mm. He studied Arabic Baini Diak book one. Yeah. Speaking was all right. It seemed like he was a quick learner. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he, he wasn't. Yeah, he specialized in Nahu. He yeah. wasn't an Arabic of like a professional Arabic teacher. Yeah, yeah. But he studied Arabic Baini book one. Yeah. So I said to him, "Listen, brother, can you teach me book one?" So I took book one from him. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's also don't be shy to ask then as well That's another benefit ask, yeah. Don't be shy to ask somebody don't to be benefit Don't be shy to yeah. ask yeah. at all People yeah. are
0: willing to help you Willing yeah. to, to teach you So take advantage of those around you yani, I benefited so much from The teachers in the masjid yeah. The other Ikhwad that I went abroad to go and study um, And even till today yeah. Any talib of that I come across I try and benefit from, yeah. from that talib mm. And that's how you should be You should mm. be trying to benefit from everyone That you uh, can, take benefit, that you can take benefit from Whether they're more knowledgeable than you Or whether they're not as knowledgeable as you. You should yeah. always try and benefit from no. from everyone. So take advantage of the opportunities around you. If you see that there's durus going on in the masjid, if you see that Medina you can come to Medina College and attend uh, the lessons here in Medina College or take part in uh, attend the portal, you have a portal online, a portal right? online as the, well. The yeah. lessons online, the dawrat that they, they do with the mashayikh. benefit from everyone, yeah. from the people around you. Memorize the Quran, learn Arabic. And يعني, work hard, that's that's one thing I would say. Work hard. Yeah. They say al bil-jaddi wa al bil-kassari. Yani, what you put in, you will receive, right? Mm. And you'll be prevented from it if, you, if you're lazy. Yeah. So, uh, what, I think uh,
1: the thing is, I think we've got in our culture as a culture of yeah. laziness, uh, privilege. subhanallah. But inshallah, inshallah, that's changing for the students that are. Definitely, definitely, Once they get more knowledge, the more they realize how valuable it is, the more they realize they're going to have to work hard <laughs> yeah. to, to get it and to attain it and to maintain it. inshallah. It's been very beneficial. Khair. And inshallah, Allah. the institute is online. The courses are available on YouTube, and they're yeah. free inshallah for the Sahabi. What's it called? The Sahabi Institu- Institute. The Sahabi Institute. Yeah, yeah. alhamdulillah Thanks for coming down from Cardiff. Barak Allah. Barak Barak Allah. Pleasure and inshallah, to and you uh, are gonna see him inshallah on our videos that they can come out inshallah. in Ramadan inshallah. inshallah. So Allah. Barak Barak Allah.